Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of the SMIE Consulting Midweek Roundup. My name is Marty Bennett, coming to you live today from the expo floor at the Conference of the Americas for International Education, being hosted in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm, as you know, I work for the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, as Director of Global Recruitment and Partnerships, and I'm here today uh, during the second of three days of the conference to talk a little bit about what CAE is doing, uh, what this event is, and how if your active institution is active in the Americas, uh, is an, a conference that you need to put on your agenda for future years, and here's why. All right, uh, about two years ago, uh, many of you know, uh, UNLV started its internationalization journey. Uh, we, uh, I was originally brought in to consult uh, through SMIE Consulting uh, on helping them develop an internationalization strategy. Had the opportunity to uh, serve for a year in that, in that role. And then uh, there was some transition at the university and they asked me to come on board as an employee. And since May of 21, or 20, excuse me, May of 22, been working for them. Uh, as director of global recruitment and partnerships, and I'm gonna go to our. We're at our the expo hall. We have our own table here uh, for UNLV amongst uh, our Nevada colleagues from College of Southern Nevada, Truckee Meadows Community College, and University of Nevada Reno. So this is our NG uh, booth here at the beginning of the expo hall for the conference, and we have on display. Uh, each institution has its own. Uh, giveaways, some information about our institutions and uh, different ways for the universities from all over Latin America, North America, Caribbean that are here for the conference have opportunities to connect with us as the co-hosts for this conference. Uh, we were approached a year, over a year ago to be one of the co-hosts and uh, for the first time for CAE. This is a biennial conference, so every two years. And the conference itself uh, gives opportunities for uh, institutions of higher education across the region, uh, from Canada to Chile and everywhere in between, including the Caribbean. Uh, there are 28 member country, or countries that have members at CAE uh, for this uh, conference. So uh, it's a fairly robust one. Uh, we have, um, we're the first, and one of the things that we are very grateful for is um, we are the first uh, U.S. city to host the CAE conference. And it's been a, quite the journey, and I'll show you uh, the, it's a, kind of an alphabet soup of organizations that are actually involved with this, and I'll share you uh, with you now who that is. Uh, there is an um, organization called O-U-I-I-O-H-E, and it's multiple acronyms here because of uh, the multi, multiple languages spoken throughout the region. So uh, O-U-I-I-O-H-E is based in Montreal. And as uh, where their head, headquarters is, the headquarters is, the executive director, David Julian, is based there, along with his team that helped organize this event, uh, the CAE conference. Uh, you'll be able to see over here on um, on, on their on their booth here that it's uh, every other year. Uh, this is the first in-person conference since Calgary in 2019. I think that's 2019 or it's 2010. 2010, sorry. Uh, first in-person since Bogota in 2019. So uh, there was a virtual version in Santiago, Chile in 2021, but the first time that this conference has been in-person since then. And we in Las Vegas are the first to host 
uh, the Kaya Conference as a U.S. Uh, destination. So we've been very, very much involved in the planning process for those who have organized and hosted uh, big conferences in their cities, uh, who've been NAFSA regionals, uh, you know what the work that goes into this. The conference itself has over uh, 650 attendees uh, from across the region, as I said, even a delegation from uh, of about 28, institu 28 uh, individuals from China, uh, institutions in China that are here looking for partnerships. What has the conference done for us? Uh, we've had the opportunity, um, I've, I've just come off one pre presentation today that was uh, the result of a, a, a chance meeting and a conversation I had with an EdUSA advisor, uh, Belen Robles in uh, Guayaquil, Ecuador. Uh, Belen, I've known for years since she first started as an advisor in Education USA. And she reached out to me last uh, January, February and said, hey, we've got this, um, grant uh, competition in uh, the U.S. Embassy is putting out in Ecuador, and they're looking to find uh, opportun or it's a opportunity for, to, for, to build, a, to get, get funding for uh, intercultural internationalization projects uh, that connect U.S. and Ecuadorian institutions. So I uh, was involved in putting a bid in for that. Uh, we didn't eventually get the grant, but what it did allow me to do is build a relationship through this Education USA advisor, who happens to be based at uh, Universidad Católica de Santiago de Guayaquil, uh, where her offices are, and her boss uh, had been tasked to uh, develop some internationalization uh, projects. And one of the things we worked on together was a workshop to be held and funded in Guayaquil uh, for Ecuadorian universities to that were interested in internationalizing. This was to be held in, I think it was originally April uh, of this year, but uh, we didn't win the competition. But it was important enough, I think, for both of us, that uh, both our institutions, that we committed to doing the workshop, which was one of the main main goals of of the of the of the initial grant application in the first place. So what we what we just did, and for those who've been following the roundup, know that in uh, September. I spent two days in Guayaquil uh, doing this workshop, an internationalization workshop for uh, 11 Ecuadorian universities, uh, about 22 individuals altogether. So it was a, a fascinating two days of really discussing what internationalization means and how it, the meanings differ from institution to institution in terms of uh, the levels of, of support the goal and goals, whether it's just recruitment-based, whether it's study abroad-based, whether it's more internationalizing the curriculum, internationalizing at home, uh, whatever it might be, uh, research opportunities, dual degree programs, whatever it is, partnerships. So uh, the workshop happened in, in September as a result of this, even though we didn't get the grant, we went pushed forward with uh, the, uh, the goal of having this workshop. And the, another end product is as in us hosting this um, the CAI conference here in Las Vegas that um, we put in a conference session proposal with um, the uh, the international SIO at um, at Catolica, Universidad Catolica, and uh, one of her colleagues within Ecuador at the uh, University of Cuenca. And we both shared our experiences through uh, the session today about what our goals are as institutions internationally and what's uh, from the mega the theoretical perspective on why we do what we do internationally in terms of preparing our students to become global citizens uh, to the very practical applications like this workshop. Like uh, one of the outcomes of the workshop is we uh, held a, the opening reception, even though we're in a conference hotel uh, here in Las Vegas at the Mirage, uh, that where the event is taking place, the Expo Hall, all the sessions, 
our conference, our ho our university uh, hosted the opening reception last night, and we had the opportunity to welcome 600 plus delegates to uh, for the conference to our campus so they could see and uh, our rebel hospitality and a great opportunity for us to uh, showcase our a lot of our, our our students volunteering staff that volunteered showcase our, our, our frankly our approach to international at, at, at UNLV that it is an all-in proposition uh, every office uh, that touches our international students lives is engaged in it it's not just the international student office's responsibility to help our uh, international students find their place in the world. It is everybody's role on, on an institutional campus like UNLV, where our mission is already diversity-based. Uh, we're heavily, uh, uh, those who don't know the profile of UNLV, we're uh, HSI, we're uh, MSI, and a PC as well. So we're an institution that has uh, already built into our DNA a commitment to diversity. But uh, for us internationally, that's taking it to the next level, uh, not only being diverse as an undergrad, as a domestic student population, but also taking that abroad as well. And we have over a thousand uh, international students on campus and on our OPT currently. So uh, what is this event doing for us? Uh, in addition to the presentation I mentioned that I did today, colleagues of mine in our Global Education Initiatives Unit are presenting later today on our vision for uh, international education at the university uh, through the creation of this global ed initiatives unit that brings together all the various pieces of international at our institution from uh, the international student scholar office that also oversees the english language center to our study abroad and my unit which is the recruitment and partnerships piece uh, we all are under one umbrella now, under the Global Education Initiatives, which is part of our academic affairs. We report directly to the Senior Vice Provost of Academic Affairs. We don't have an SIO currently. That's uh, something hopefully in the next uh, few years we'll have nailed down. Um, and uh, we'll help provide a greater degree of unity, unity amongst uh, what we're trying to do. But the, we're moving in the right direction. We have the, uh, the backing of the institution, our president, uh, Whitfield has, uh, Keith Whitfield has been instrumental in presentations or at least uh, sessions, not sessions, but uh, speeches at this conference uh, expressing our hospitality, our vision. Our provost, Chris Heavey, was involved last night. We signed MOUs with three different institutions at the opening reception that was on our campus. So uh, giving us an opportunity to share with our new, new partners uh, that uh, we value them and uh, to, that uh, we wanted to showcase them and and the, the the potential of what those partnerships can be. So what this conference is not is a direct recruitment conference. So if you're strictly in international enrollment uh, and recruitment and going after students in various countries, this is really not that kind of a conference for you. But it is a conference that allows you opportunities to, uh, if you have partnerships as part of your responsibilities, it's, it's, it's definitely a place you want to be at. Education USA has had a substantial presence here. This was one of the goals that I was encouraging our colleagues at, colleagues at ECA uh, to have a robust presence here. We've got all three REACs uh, for the region, Ajita uh, Morocone based in Rio. Uh, we've got Ana Villavicencio uh, based in, uh, in Quito, Ecuador. And the newest uh, REACT to join the EdUSA family uh, Giselle, who is originally uh, has been is based in been based in uh, Buenos Aires for a number of years, was a former EdUSA advisor herself, and is is as is the tradition in uh, the Western Hemisphere amongst uh, the Reacts here, uh, they all started as advisors, 
uh, and had prior, previous experience before they moved up to the React position. Uh, Giselle is going to be based in Mexico City, so she's uh, taking our good friend uh, Maria Mercedes Thaman's place there as, as React for uh, North and Central America and the Caribbean. So I had a great conversation with Giselle this morning, uh, talking with her about kind of the, the long history of Education USA, uh, some of the things I was able to do uh, when I worked in DC for uh, Education USA when I was based at IIE. So really established a good relationship with them uh, in terms of next steps, uh, uh, in terms of what the, uh, I'll be able to do with, uh, with Giselle in uh, Mexico and uh, Central America, Caribbean. Uh, there's uh, great potential there. So just I need a few more of me to do what, I'm, what I need to do uh, to make everything happen that I want to happen. So uh, patience is a, is a good lesson from this conference uh, in terms of understanding uh, uh, relationships we're trying to build. Latin America is one of the more difficult regions to, to do uh, well, and they require a long-term commitment and they require starting small uh, with, uh, with partners. One of the outcomes of this uh, this workshop I did I meant been talking about is uh, we're one of the prevent presenters from our end, Dr. Alicia Rico. I mentioned she's going to be leading a group of uh, of students, Spanish language students, uh, to uh, uh, to Ecuador in the next year, uh, doing visiting work working with the Ecuadorian uh, network called Reyes, which uh, has institutions in three different regions, geographical, cultural regions within the country of Ecuador. Uh, giving them our students an opportunity to really engage with all of those three regions starting with a, a coil slash virtual class uh, for a number of weeks culminating in an in-person in uh, visit a uh, faculty-led program short-term program to uh, to costa rica or excuse me to ecuador where am i now costa rica why do i have costa rica on the, my brain if you can see behind me the uh, there is a uh, the CAE conference uh, is next in two years' time, uh, in fall of 25. We'll be in Costa Rica, and Costa Rica, uh, the Costa Rican universities have a very robust presence. They have an excellent booth, probably the best best booth in the uh, in the pavilion uh, in the exhibit hall today. And having opportunities yesterday, today, and tomorrow to meet with uh, the universities that are represented in the delegation, they're all being extremely uh, encouraging about partnerships. And uh, for me, that's that's like I said, that's half my job. So um, there'll be some very strong uh, co connections we'll be making with them over the next couple of days, and then the months to come before uh, they host uh, in 2025. So by that time, hopefully we'll have two or three robust relationships with uh, Costa Rican universities uh, that will have led to uh, substantial uh, programmatic uh, opportunities for UNLV students to visit um, visit uh, universities in Costa Rica, even for short-term um, one or two, three-week programs uh, in things as as unusual as midwifery uh, in uh, in nursing uh, programs. Uh, that uh, one of the one of the partners we talked to, potential partners we talked to, has a simulation hospital that uh, training hospital for uh, nurses that are going to be involved in, uh, in in pediatric nursing or or OBGYN nursing. So there's uh, some great opportunities for our students and opportunities potentially for. Uh, dual degree programs or three plus two programs. So a lot of potential here uh, through what's coming with Costa Rica as the next host for CAE. But re the reality is it is a region that requires work. It requires relationships. Relationships take time. Relations, relationships need to be invested in. Uh, in my session today, we had, we we're talking again about the practical applications of uh, what we do in international education. One of those is, is uh, through the relationships we develop with each other uh, as individuals at working at institutions, and they often drive, whether it's faculty, whether it's international uh, partnerships people, whether it's SIOs, whatever the case may be, 
uh, those personal relationships are what drive so much of what we do. Uh, I know for, for a personal experience, uh, we had, um, we signed, as I mentioned, three uh, MOUs last night at the opening reception. Uh, one of those was with a partner that um, I met, uh, met also earlier in the year, actually at NASA last year, this past May. And uh, we agreed for me to visit him in September, uh, as immediately after this Ecuador trip. Uh, that I've been talking about, the workshop I did there, and that has led to just a day getting to know him. Uh, I talked about that visit with, with uh, Dalmo Mandali at uh, UF do ABC, uh, one of the federal universities in Brazil uh, for the state of Sao Paulo. Uh, and we had opportunities, uh, we spent a whole day together. He, uh, I was coming on an overnight flight from Guayaquil. Uh, he had a car pick me up at the airport in Sao Paulo, and if you know the airport there, you know it's nowhere near city. Uh, and where he was in, uh, in Santo Andre, uh, in the southern part of Sao Paulo State, I uh, was even further. So he had a car pick me up, bring me to, bring me to campus, and spent the full day with me, uh, touring his university, meeting some of the faculty and department heads, but also seeing the city. I've been, had, it had been 20 years since I've been to San, Sao Paulo, so he was able to take the time out of his day and show, share, me, uh, share his city with me. Uh, so it was really a, a joy to, uh, to spend that time with him there. And now he's, he's come to our campus. He did a visit with us on Friday last week. And now uh, we have an official MOU. He's had great conversations with our engineering and sciences faculty uh, and deans uh, last week and uh, sees potential for a lot of opportunity to uh, grow together as partners. So, but that happened because of that personal relationship I have with Dalmo. Uh, and uh, he's, he's someone that we, we share a lot in common. We're both the same age. We have uh, a son who, Sons who are 12, 13 years old, uh, who share similar passions, uh, and just uh, have, uh, we connected on a lot of different levels. So uh, those relationships are what are going to drive the success uh, of our partnership. Uh, so he knows I'm committed to it. I know he's committed to making it work. So it's really encouraging to see what the potential is with that. So in, in the end, this, this region is all about relationships uh, that re require a long-term commitment and investment of time, effort, and resources. And uh, to be successful, that's, that's going to be what's required in the end. So that's all we have for you today on the Midweek Roundup. I appreciate you uh, joining in and being a part of the conversation. And we're looking forward to chatting with you from the home office. Um, actually, no, I take that back. I will be, uh, I'll probably be taking a break next Wednesday. I'm uh, going to be visiting family in Massachusetts and then hopefully connecting on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, if not sooner. So until then, have a great day and we'll take care.